We don't slut shame around here. They say we are what we eat. Does that come in organic? So who are you eating? I believe they call that an ethical slut. Can I unplug your phone so I can charge my vibrator? I can't believe he couldn't find it. Fuck it. Let's roll. You're listening to Eat, Play, Sex with Dr. Cat, The place to up-level that sexy life of yours. With expert talk on sex, love, and nutrition. Hey lovers, and welcome to another episode of Eat, Play, Sex. I'm your sex expert, Dr. Cat. Alright, so today I am giving you another quickie, <laughs> but this one focused on how you can up-level your game in anal play. Yay! <laughs> but, pun intended, before we get into that, if you find yourself struggling getting out of your busy head while making love, if you're having a hard time answering the question, what do you want in sex? Or maybe you avoid sex, or maybe you've lost the desire for sex altogether. I know exactly where you're at and I can help you climb out of that hole. I am relaunching my erotically undone online course for women and femme starting April 19th. Six weeks will leave you dripping in sex and erotic pleasure. Erotically Undone is a comprehensive trauma-informed six-week container intended to lead you further into lovership with your body and your sexuality. We will explore principles of psychology, erotic embodiment, sex, seduction, power play, pleasure, <laughs> and I've got three guest experts coming on to teach you about energetic lovemaking, how to have an erotic lap dance and strip tease, and kink and power play. It's so fun! I am excited to share this. So come unlock that wild, vibrant woman or femme that's inside of you. It would be my absolute honor to guide you through this erotic initiation. So if you're curious, check out the links in the show notes and shoot me a DM at Sex Love Yoga with any burning questions that you have. I want to thank you all for tuning in, for sharing, for blasting your socials with all that you've learned from this podcast. I become so giddy when you DM me about your breakthroughs, and it really means so much to me when you leave reviews on iTunes. For non-podcasters, it does support your hosts, and I want to keep doing this until they shut me up for spreading the good word about sex. <laughs> and if you haven't already, head over to sexloveyoga.com to grab my free guides on sensuality and read more about how I can help you discover more sexual liberation. Now, shall we get into talking about that ass though? <laughs> Anal play, that is. So you hear about anal sex and how anal sex can be the butt of a ton of sex jokes. <laughs> and from what we see in the media or what we read in articles is not the whole of it. I see so many people come into my office who have expressed that they've done it for their partner, but it wasn't really something that they wanted, or they pushed through it too quickly and they ended up with, with uh, fissures or um, a lot of pain. And that hurts my heart so much because anal sex can be an incredibly powerful and fun <laughs> sexual activity that you can engage with your lover. And there is so much 
that we need to know in order to take care of ourselves and, and in order to have a pleasurable experience. This is not one of those sexual activities that you can just stick it in. This, to do it healthily and well, you need to go slow. You need to go slow and you need to listen to this podcast through its entirety because I give you some of my top tips. So listen to this, pull out your notepad, send this over to your lover, send it over to a best friend because I know the two of you have been talking about it. And now here you you have a guide. (laughs) So in a nutshell, here's my top tips. Know your butt, lots of communication, go slow and lubrication. Okay. All right. So let's go into that a little more deeply. God, I love slash hate puns. (laughs) So first step, know your butt. Please learn your anatomy so that you're better connected to your ass and what's going to be safe and pleasurable. This is not a race, nor is this accomplishment that you can cross off your list or satisfy your boyfriend or say, here, see, I'm sexually evolved because I can take it up the ass. We want only pleasure in our sex club. So as you can get to know your assets and your anatomy, this is going to help you to be able to guide your experience in the best way and safest way possible. So as we look at the ass, we can break this into a couple of parts. There's many muscles that are going on here, but I like to break this down more simply. We've got the anus, which is the hole at the end of the digestive tract. This is which through which your poo is evacuated. And it's composed of skin layers with several nerve endings that make up the anus especially sensitive. Then we've got the rectum, and that is the final part of the digestive tube, and it's located above the anus. It's a less sensitive zone, but just as important. And then we've got the anal sphincters. So these are the muscular rings that keep the anus closed, and it's controlled by the autonomic nervous system, meaning that it happens without you having to have conscious control over it. But it is also possible to voluntarily contract and release these muscles. So we have two of these muscles that we can control. We've got three muscles that we want to be paying attention to in the process of our anal play. The muscles contained in our butts are loaded with nerve endings. Like there's there's a ton and that's why this is so sensitive and why this can be really pleasurable. Uh, one of the reasons why this can be really pleasurable. These tell your body when it's time to go to the bathroom and it also is connected to the prostate, which is very pleasurable for men and as well as the sexual nerves that rest just behind the posterior wall of the inner vagina for women. So if you're not sure about the health of your ass, fissures, which are tiny cuts and tears in the tissues or hemorrhoids, then go to your sex positive physician who's supportive in this type of play and get tested first. And you're probably asking me, how the fuck do I find a sex positive physician? Interview, ask, Bring it up to your general practitioner and see how they respond. If they cringe or if they don't have information about this, they might not be sex positive. And please don't take whatever they have to say. (laughs) 
take what they have to say with a grain of salt, because there's so many physicians out there, bless them. Like they are good at what they do, which is might be general medicine, but they may not be, and A, they're human and they may not be as, as, as knowledgeable in sexual health or sex positivity as say me. (laughs) So it's no, we don't have to blame them. We don't have to get angry at them. But what we do need to do is, is find somebody who can support us. Okay. Quickie tip number two, lots of lubrication, lots and lots of lubrication. (laughs) I can't say that enough because it's so important for the, the more of a smooth entrance, more of a uh, support of the tissues. If we aren't using lubrication, there's more of a likelihood of tearing happening or injury or, or irritation happening. So silicone lubes are the best hands down. (laughs) Then you avoid the issues that come with water-based lubes because water-based lubes can dry out more quickly. It can also cause some irritations. Also, silicone lubrications um, are best at staying lubricated for the longest period of time. My favorite one is Uber Lube. I say it over and over. I love it. It's like this silky, luxurious texture, and I bring it with me <laughs> to my lover's house, and we say, this is what we use in. Also, you do not want anything with, with paraffins or glycerin in there. We do not want to fuck with the microbiome here. I have a lot of people coming and asking me about numbing creams. Numbing creams are not lubrication. (laughs) Numbing creams are oftentimes used for premature ejaculation and training, but I don't advocate for numbing creams when it comes with anal sex. And for the reason of your body is communicating to you during the entire process. And if you are numbing out or quieting the voice of your body, you're not going to know where the body's edge is and you can increase the chance of hurting yourself. Similarly, (laughs) if you're too high or if you are using any sort of mind altering substances with this practice with the intention of, oh, well, it's going to relax me or it's going to, you know, distract me. That, again, is only inhibiting your connection with your body and your body's intelligence. If you can't feel, how do you know how when when is too much? Quieting the body, numbing it out is not the answer. If you train your body first, and I'm going to get into that in a moment, then you want to add substances later down the line after you feel really comfortable with anal play and you feel really connected to your, to your body. You know, do, do you, boo. <laughs> but it's not something that I would that I would suggest. Okay, so another element that can really impact our lubrication Douching, enemas, cleaning out our insides. (laughs) Many of us are worried because of cultural conditioning and messages around dirty, you know, our ass being dirty, or um, this is something that is wrong, or we're going to taste poo, or it's going to end up on our face or on our cock or whatever. But this isn't the reality of the majority of times that we play with anal sex. It's definitely blown out of proportion. But to 
make clarity around the myth around your poo. <laughs> your poo actually stays up in your rectum before it's ready to come down and release. So most of the time, you're not even going to touch it. It's not in the area in which you would be playing around with. And you'll probably discover this over time of training yourself, of playing that your, your toy comes out clean. But if this is something that you are worried about, I get that that can be a break for us to be able to relax into the experience. So if you want cleanliness, if you want to uh, use enemas and douche, that's, that's fine, your prerogative, but don't overdo it. Don't overwash because whether it's an enema or hydrocolon therapy or little bulbs, it can irritate the mucus lining inside your anus. And that can really impact um, creating more dryness that can create more of a chance of fissures or tiny cuts. Um, it also impacts the microbiome here, which is really, really important to protect against infections, against STDs and HIV. So douching increases those risks. I highly recommend that you use condoms for the, even this type of play, and that still that isn't going to prevent the passing of STDs or HIV. So keep that in mind. But other ways that you can help your digestive system, if that is something that you're worried about, you know, eating a proper diet, really good gut health, probiotics like seed is my favorite. They are science and research backed I love them. This, I'm not an affiliate from. I just rave about them. Okay, my third quickie tip. Go slow. And I say that on all the levels. So go slow with even training yourself. Don't let this be just you all in bed and deciding that this is a good idea to try it now. <laughs> we need prep, just like you're going to the gym. You want to strengthen the muscles. You want to strengthen the skin. So I would suggest getting a starter kit, like a like a dilating set. And a dilating set has uh, several different sizes that graduate and get bigger. So my personal set, <laughs> my first set is stainless steel and I had three different sizes. All of these toys and tools, and please <laughs> let me highlight this, need to have a handle at the end because your booty likes to suck things up. <laughs> and we don't want you to go to the emergency room and have to take that out now, do we? Definitely not sexy. So Use these graduating dilators uh, using lots of lube, or you can also start out with your first time in the shower and begin just by playing with the surface of it. You know, maybe even using the tip of your finger um, manicured, please cut your nails and just touching on the surface of it and notice what that feels like. Now, inserting your finger is just going to be a way different experience for you. And especially because of the angle and manicured, you know, your, your fingertips that can be more of a an advanced play <laughs> um, but i love the use of toys using the use of toys going slow not only with the training but with the process in and of itself starting at the entrance 
relaxing your body, deepening your breath, relaxing your abdomen. Um, notice your muscles. Notice what it feels like to squeeze and release the anus muscles and practice relaxing the muscles. Now, we're not trying to like push the muscles out, but we're trying to relax them down and you can use that breath to help you there. Again, we want to keep this super, super wet, super lubricated. And you're not just training the muscles, but you're also training the skin to expand and toughen up. And you're also you're also training your mind. So this is a lot of psychological preparation too. You need to, you're learning to surrender and to let go. You're learning to relax. In my neo-tantric practices, this, we talked a lot about how your anus is the, the, uh, is where your fear resides. And if you think about being a tight ass, that <laughs> makes a lot of sense, right? We're clenching up on our ass. So letting go, surrender, relaxing, breathing. And I would start with a small toy for about one or two weeks practicing. Practicing about two, three times that week, uh, just getting the muscles relaxed, getting your psycho psychology relaxed, and then graduate up to the medium size and do that for a couple weeks. And then when you're ready for a partner and you tune into your partner, you say when you're ready to receive. Starting with yourself helps you to create that intimacy with yourself, helps you to see what your edges are, and also helps you to develop this, this attunement with your what it feels like to be um, on the inside of your body. We call that interception. What does it feel like? from the inside and that way you can be a better guide for your partner when you do choose to introduce partner play because a partner is something entirely different you know they have their own power they have their own force they have their own feeling but they can't feel what it's like to be on the inside of your body feeling out <laughs> I mean yes they're inside of your body but they're not inside your body if you get what I'm saying <laughs> now truthfully I think it's a good idea to pre-dilate and pre-lubricate even before your partner comes over or comes into the room so that you're warm and ready that way you can take as much time as you want and you need and feels good for you without the pressure of the other person waiting I also suggest that to keep it functional, uh, we want to practice regularly. So maybe you want to practice once a week or twice a week. Uh, infrequently doesn't allow the muscles to stay trained and open and the pelvic floor to be relaxed. So it's kind of like going to the gym consistently. <laughs> If you stop going to the gym, your muscles become just mushy. So slow on the entry, if you race yourself or your partner races you, then there's more of a likelihood of harm and tearing. Never, never, never go faster than what the body is communicating to you. If it is communicating this is painful, you need to go slowly. 
You need to slow it down and be with yourself. We don't want to betray the body. We don't want to harm the body. It's talking to us. And on the topic of communication, that shit better be clear, direct, and ongoing between you and your boo. So tuning into your body and what's going on, how it feels, what you need, know when to say enough and stop. Do not suck it up. Do not push through it, even if this is a hot motherfucker, because your ass health and your pleasure is important. This can be incredibly pleasurable with some powerful orgasms, no matter your gender, but not if we're rushed. Also, your partner doesn't know what you're experiencing. So if you are the receiver, then you need to be communicating. Similarly, if you are the giver, you need to be attuning to your partner, be present and reading their nonverbal and verbal cues. Listen to them, ask permission, go slow. Students ask me if it's normal for bleeding to occur. Bleeding should not happen. <laughs> Sometimes it does happen if you're dilating or if this is your first, uh, first time with, um, again, gradually helping yourself. But if it happens just like a couple of times and it's just a little spot, that's okay. If it becomes, if it ha happens more than just a couple of times, or if it's persistent, then please get help from a practitioner who knows what's going on to be able to help you. Don't ever force anything. Don't ever go faster than you're ready. Go get help. Like I said earlier, this could be a fissure in the tissue. Uh, you might have a hemorrhoid. You might have a muscle that's just too tight. You might have some extra skin here. That doesn't mean that you can't have anal sex. If you speak with a physician who is knowledgeable about these things, they might even suggest to you physical therapy or uh, I've even heard of Botox. Botox on the uh, inner sphincter of the muscle and helping it to relax the pressure and relax any of the clenching that might be preventing that. So know that it's that it doesn't have to be, I can't ever do this, but we do need to have the support for you around this. Now, this is just a quick guide, and I have got some epic books of some of my favorite sex educators that can take you deeper into this subject. So subject of anal sex, strap-ons, pegging, prostate stimulation, whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you want that has to do with your ass, I've got those books for you. So check the show notes and I've listed them out for you. I hope that you enjoyed this quickie and <laughs> go have some fun, but not too fast. Lovers, thank you again for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, hit subscribe and head over to eatplaysex.com to connect with me and grab my sexy guides. Because my goal here is to get you to eat, play, and sex better so you can improve your sex life, which will improve every aspect of your life. Until next time, keep it sexy.